Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I am Vishy Tirupathor, Global Director of Fixed Income Research for Mogustani. And I'm Matthew Hornbach, Global Head of Macro Strategy. On this special edition of the podcast, we'll be talking about the path ahead for fixed income markets and the dollar amidst increased concern over the COVID-19 Delta variants, economic growth and inflation. It's Monday, July 19th at 11 a.m. in New York. So Matt, as of this morning, the benchmark 10-year US government bond yields have fallen to their lowest level since February of this year. And dollar, at the same time, has rallied to its highest level since March. So clearly, there's a lot to uncover here. Let's start with the Treasury market. So what do you think are the drivers behind this big moves in the Treasury market? So Vishy, Treasuries have been on a roller coaster this year, that's for sure. In the first quarter of the year, interest rates rocketed higher from 1% on the 10-year Treasury yield up to 1.75%. And now they've fallen, moving from 1.75% all the way down to 1.25%. So your question is a good one. What has been driving interest rates both up and down? And in both cases, we think the primary driver has been positioning or flows in the marketplace. Now, flows, of course, occur every day, but some flows are more idiosyncratic than others. And those idiosyncratic flows don't always represent the underlying fundamentals in the economy. Just like we thought that interest rates overshot their fundamental fair value earlier this year, We now think that interest rates are undershooting that fundamental fair value, in part because of the short positions that were established in the first quarter have now been unwound in the second quarter. It's more than just positioning, though, Vichy. For certain, concerns are rising around the Delta variant of COVID-19, primarily with respect to how it's impacting economic activity outside of the United States. But the U.S. is not immune either to the Delta variant of COVID-19 or to concerns about growth. In particular, one of the major handoffs with respect to reopening of the global economy will take place in the U.S. and is taking place already, which is the baton pass between government-provided incomes and private sector-provided incomes. People who have been the recipients of those extraordinary unemployment benefits so far this year will no longer be able to receive them beyond September. There's some nascent concern around just how smooth that baton pass will be. And that is weighing on investor sentiment today as well. So Matt, you've consistently been calling for a stronger dollar. Given the changes in the treasury yields, how do you think about the dollar now? So Vishy, when we turned neutral on the dollar in January of this year, the view was that real interest rates would rise and break-even inflation rates would decline somewhat. And the combination of those factors would carry the U.S. dollar higher. In fact, what has happened, however, is that real interest rates have moved back lower again alongside slightly lower break-even inflation rates. So we can't claim that our view for a higher dollar played out in exactly the way that we had thought. But nevertheless, we did expect the U.S. to be a bastion of growth around the world. And we think that in this environment of growing concerns around COVID-19 outside of the United States, that that view remains in place. So as a result, despite the fact that interest rates have moved in ways we didn't envision entirely, we do think that the dollar is moving higher for the right reasons. So once real interest rates play catch up to the level that we think is more appropriate and better reflects their fundamental fair value, we expect the dollar to move even higher by the end of the year. So Vishy, given these movements in macro markets, 
What is your view on the housing market? Our view is that the housing market is on a healthy foundation and home prices will continue to appreciate. However, we think that the pace of appreciation in home prices will begin to slow from the torrid 14% pace that we have seen over the last 12 months. That's nothing to be too concerned about. On the other hand, we think over the course of the next six months, expected home sales will drop as much as 16% in our base case relative to the second half of last year. The main culprit here are treasures on affordability. The monthly payments that the borrowers have to make on their mortgages continues to increase as home prices continue to climb. If you compare to previous episodes of rapid home price appreciation, such as the ones we saw before the financial crisis in 2004, 5, 6, there is one big difference between then and now. Back then, while home prices were increasing, the effect on the monthly payment was not as much as it is today because of the availability of what you call affordability products, adjustable rate mortgages, option arms, etc., which are simply not there today. So today, the mortgage product is essentially a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. So in that sense, the pressure on affordability is substantial, and we think that will lead to slowing of housing activity, even though home prices will still remain pretty robust. So Vishy, isn't the movement in the equity market today worrying in light of the fact that corporate credit spreads are essentially at their all-time tights? On corporate credit, valuations in investment-grade corporate credit have been very tight, even though in the last few days, we have seen some slight widening, five to six basis points of widening. We think, relatively speaking, valuations are still very, very tight. Given the big moves in interest rates, the yield as a total compensation for taking on credit risk is not particularly attractive at these levels. So we think the direction of travel in corporate credit, especially in investment-grade corporate credit, is toward wider spreads. Matt, thanks for taking the time to talk. Great talking with you, Vishy. As a reminder, if you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcast app. It helps more people to find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 